Dad, you're going to do my school's career day, right? Remember, we have a wedding to shoot that Saturday. Please, 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 can't we get a cat? Want to grab lunch this week? What's going on at the studio? Guys, I need some new shoes. Mom, don't forget, I have robotics on Mondays. Can I go fishing? Oh, and orchestra. We could really use a vacation. We can't. He has a game that day. Can we please go to Chick-fil-A? She wants to play another instrument? Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando, Season 3! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we're back for another week, season three. On the couch. Let's go. We're here, go. guys. Let's we're here. Go. We're more than halfway through season three, too. I man. know. I know. It's crazy. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, it goes fast, but yet the, there's, uh, behind the scenes, there's a mm-hmm. lot that goes into just one episode. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, I mean, we have over 75 episodes. Something like that. I don't in. Know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty serious. It's legit. Yeah. As the kids say. That's a lot of hours to be podcasting. So. It is. And it's been a lot of hours for you to listen. So thank you, Victory Couch yes. Potatoes, our friends listening to us. There, There's a pretty fair number of people that have listened to every single episode. I had a lady stop me this week and tell me that she's made it through every episode and she gets through every episode in under a week. All the time, meaning she might not listen right away, but yes. within the week she listens. I had a I guy um, stop me at church. How about that? And he says that he listens uh, hmm. all the time. In fact, funny story, he said he pulled into the church parking lot last week, just about the time we were talking about pregnant chipmunks. How about that? <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to put together who that was later. How about that? How um, about that? I so need the inside scoop How later. about the timing on that one? Okay. All right. Well... Rick, what's going on, and do you mind if I start this week? So, first things first, if you're new, welcome. Thanks for squishing on in. We are on our victory couch. That's right. Julie's on the right. I'm on the left. And we approach things a lot of times very differently. She has one set of criteria, I guess, for solving problems. I have another, Mm -hmm. and um, it works. But the victory couch is a place where we come together to celebrate our wins and pick ourselves up from our losses. So... Yeah, thanks for squishing in. Julie brings two questions to me. I bring two questions to her. We don't know what each other is going to ask of the other. So, Julie, you get to go first this week, and you are smiling over there. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. I have a fun one today. You have a fun question? It's based on something happens almost every weekday that we're able to watch a little bit of TV. So Okay. I'm setting you up for this one a little bit just for me to laugh personally, but also this is so worth discussing on the Victory Couch. Gotcha. There are ads for products. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Here we go. And different commercials that pop up on TV. Usually when we're watching TV land, yes, we are in that bracket. We watch, (laughs) sometimes everybody loves Raymond. We watch the King of Queens very often. And there's a certain set of commercials we've noticed are consistently being played every single night that we sit down and watch the shows we enjoy when we get a chance. Um, So it definitely brings me to the question, you know, there's ads for products, different commercials. We can't stand some of them. (laughs) My question tonight is what makes the very top of your can't stand commercial list? Oh, well, this is easy. (laughs) 
This is very easy. You did set me up. I did. For this one. Okay. First things first. I don't feel like the products that they are selling mm-hmm. is they're they're not for us. I don't know why. Because um, it is things like skincare treatment. Oh, okay? there's tons. Um, of- there's there are commercials that um, are talking about getting older and hip replacement surgeries, and we're talking about. And then and then the very next one will be MTV, where they're promoting. All you know, kinds of all trashy kinds of type craziness shows. Yes. that yes. is not really our demographic. No. You know what I mean? But then there's the best. There's the best one. And as soon as it plays, it is like cats meowing. <laughs> or nails on a chalkboard to most people. It is unbelievably annoying. So, A, I feel like that they're trying to market to me mm-hmm. specifically and they're missing the mark because I'm just not into replacement hips and uh, skin clearing up commercials. Mm-hmm. However, there is one and I can guarantee you that every single person has heard these commercials and it goes through me like nothing else and that is... The Burger BK. King commercials. Oh my gosh! Please don't, don't even do it. As soon as that commercial plays, <laughs> it, and the kids know, our kids giggle, and then they also reach for the remote to hit mute because they know that Dad's gonna go. Do it. Oh my gosh! Shut it off. It's like I've shared it. before when I was a kid, and I'd hear the beginning of like Roseanne with that that sound and my parents instantly switched it it was like it's like that reaction it's that like knee-jerk reaction hit mute turn it off you cannot stand that burger king commercial are there others besides the current burger king commercial well i don't know it seems like i mean this is like an old comedian bit but you know like law firms Yes. You know, they'll come on yeah, all the yeah. time. Like Science and Kirk. Were or... you in a factory in 1971 <laughs> who now has tennis elbow? You know, that kind of thing. So, you know, they call yeah. us, you could be due compensation. <laughs> and it's it's kind of like, okay, I get that. There's some people out there that work in the factories there with tennis elbow. I mean, you, you got to cater to that. Um, but my thing is if, if sometimes they sell a product and the side effects are worse than the actual yes. like thing that you're dealing with. Right. Right? Yes. It's like, okay, you know, you you have this, you know, limp or whatever, and you can take this product to, you know, help the limp not be so bad. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, but side effects are gingivitis, like, gum disease. You're going to painful urination. Yeah, I mean like, like crazy they're going stuff. on and on. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> like, do you want all of that or do you want to limp around a little bit? I'm like, I don't know. That limp's looking not so too bad when you have, you know, an exploding colon every thirteen hours. I mean, I don't know, right? Right? Am I am I off base no, here? No, we've talked with dad about this okay, before and right. he's like, Yeah, I don't know why you want to take it with all those side effects. I mean, like, it's like headache, like ulcers you know stomach bleeding yeah, and you know, they say it so fast right? yeah yeah, and yeah. like fingers will fall off you know like i don't know whatever i mean look if you're dealing with one pain you're like well how much worse can it be because i'm dealing with this limp or whatever and and i take this pill and all of a sudden all right i can all right so i get headaches and nosebleeds and sometimes i have to urinate in the middle of church like whatever i can deal with that if if i you know don't have the limp anymore i, th- I think 
I don't know. That, to me, bug, bugs me. And I know that's got to be a law that it's in there that they have to disclose to yeah. that they got a lot of things wrong with this mm-hmm. little pill here. It needs to be, you know, maybe tested a little bit more on some, some pregnant chipmunks. I'm just saying <laughs> that, that they, they bug me. But the number one, okay, to bring it, bring it on home, yes. the number one for me is the Burger King commercials. And ops, it absolutely goes through me. I cannot listen to that song anymore. I've listened to it for two straight years now, and it bug it annoys me. It You're bugs ready me for to a new know, marketing plan, dude. Something yes. different. Okay, yeah. they had the yeah. king there for a little while. Yeah, the goofy and, and, looking and plastic the, one, the, the Whopper, you know, all that stuff yeah. with the flame. Like, bring me something new because that song is annoying. And here's what makes it even more annoying: is that the words they change the words all the time on those. It's not the same words all the time on all the commercials. Okay, yeah. Go now. You're hmm. going to listen to it now. Next time, right? So it's not even like you can sing with it. It's like ha hey, ha, hey, have it your way. We rule. right. You got that part. But it's a right? yeah. Whatever they're whatever, whatever they're saying. Yeah. I'm like I don't know what you're saying. And to some people, it's like oh, it's interesting. They're changing the words, right? I couldn't even if I wanted to sing it. I couldn't. Even Our sing kids it. can sing it. I don't they even know like something I don't, about whoppers and see. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't, I don't like it. So Jules, do you have any favorites over there on, on your right side? Oh, of the couch? I have one that really is irritating me right now. Okay. What do you got? All right. This is the only one I'm going to bring up. There's probably a few, but this is my least favorite right now. You see her on your Instagram feed. You see her on Facebook. You see her on television. You can't get away from the loom lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's I annoying. can't stand. <laughs> I don't care. If her product, I wouldn't even try that product because she annoys me to pieces. Any woman who says butt crack on on a product to try to sell it, I don't want your product. This is an E rating on this one. We're going to have to change it. But if she, if she, she uses that as a selling point and starts and she says like, She's to me. She's a little crass. Like I don't care for that. Yeah. It's it's a product. I I guess it's towards all gender. I don't know. But it seems like she's marketing to females mostly. I'm pretty sure of that. And it is so annoying. I must be in her prime demographic because I cannot get away from the loom okay, lady. Okay. All right. She's all right. everywhere. Okay. But here, and she's on King of Queens too. I just can't. Take okay. It. So here's the thing. Yes. So if you're marketing that same product, mm-hmm. how do you approach it? Hey guys, here's this deodorant de- deodorizing product that you can use not just under your arms, but really everywhere on your body. Anywhere that you think might need a freshening up, this is how you use it. That's all we need. I don't need her to go. <laughs> she talks about, you know, women's health issues uh-huh. and and she's just very sharp and I don't care for it. And the camera angle that she uses is super unflattering. Like she does like a down up Anybody who's born past like, you know, 1975 knows that you hold your camera above your head if you want a better angle. She does a down up angle. What is she? I just she shoots in an unflattering angle. She could be the nicest lady on the planet, but she comes across to me as annoying, pushy, crass would be the word I'd use. Okay, just, so I don't need any of that. So here's the thing. What if the Burger King people? They're probably friends. Connected all... with the Lumi lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a song about your body parts. Oh, you're just setting up people Dude. right now to create this. Dude. Our phones are going to bing this week. 
I just can feel it now. Please, friends of the pod and friends yeah, who have our that. personal cell phone numbers. We don't need that. Please don't send yeah, that Yeah, we don't us. need that. Ty, we don't need that. Don't do it. No, you just gave him homework. Don't do it, heads, bud. We don't need it. <laughs> All oh right, that gracious. is a good question, Julia. Yeah, there that are is... some commercials that irritate us to pieces. <laughs> you know what? It's going on the poll this week. Okay. Do yeah. you also struggle with the loom loomy lady and Burger the, King? The loomy lady. <laughs> if that's if that is your beef, you know. No here, pun intended. Here's the thing: like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. the the, the um, movie The Demolition Man with Sandra Bullock, right? Oh, that was so, a long time ago. Anyway, Sylvester Stallone is riding in the car, mm-hmm. and he, I guess, they're playing something on the radio, and it's not music. Like they're not playing music in the future because this takes place in the future. They're playing these little jingles from all of the like um, you know places that sell stuff. And I think there's I think one of the jingles is about hot dogs. I don't know which one it is offhand. But uh, yeah, I feel like we're in the we're in that we're in the precipice of the demolition man future where people are going to not play music anymore, just little quick little jingles yeah, that you can memorize. That's too much. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It's too much. What do you have for me this week? All right. Question number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's We're going to talk about surprise things. Okay. So I had this thing come across my feed not too long ago. And basically it was like 30, the top 30 unexpected moments of delight. Okay. And I don't know, the, the, the um, article was, these are things that make us happy no matter what. Like these surprise moments okay and i was thinking about i'm like that i mean yeah i was looking at the list like yeah some of these are you know surprising and and they do you know make me feel good but the reason i bring it up is um a couple weeks ago i was at the cracker barrel that's right one of my favorite places to go by the way when they say biscuits or cornbread you're gonna ask for the sourdough on the grill that is a non-menu item and it is delicious you heard it here first. Breaking news. Thank you. So anyway, so I was there. I was getting ready to check out. And the manager comes up because I was waiting in line. She goes, oh, she goes, Rick, you're, hey, your friends and family discount today. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, yeah, you're here all the time. Friends and family discount for you. 50% off. Get out. And I was like, are you, are you serious? Like, I'm, am I, first I'm thinking, am I here really that much? And I guess I am there a, a good bit because... Like we can say no probably. to those chicken tenders. Yeah. But but anyway, so here's the thing. She surprised me, hmm. delighted me, because obviously it was like 50% off my bill. But I, in turn, and I'm going to say this humbly, paid the same amount and just gave that other 50% yeah, to, the to the waitress, yeah. to, the, to the server. I'm like, I was not expecting it. I had my, my money out, and I wasn't going to switch it around. You know, so it got me thinking, are there moments, unexpected moments on the daily that bring us unexpected joy? And so I have a list. And what I want you to do is rate the moment of delight on a scale from one to 10. 10 is the best. Mm-hmm. One is, eh, okay. eh, it's okay. I got, I got a couple. I'm not going to read them all, but um, finding money in um, your pants pockets. Uh, six. Getting a surprise refund. Eight. Receiving a compliment from a stranger. Five. I'll be honest with you. The finding the money in the pockets, that's a lot higher on my list. (laughs) It's like, that's good stuff right there. Having someone let you jump in line at the supermarket. Uh, Nine. Really? 
Yeah, because my time is super precious in the grocery store. See, I let, I let people do that almost all the time. Regular listeners of the Victor Couch know how precious time is to me at a grocery store, so that's up there. That's true. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. Um, hearing your favorite song on the radio, just it comes on unbeknownst mm-hmm. to the universe. It just comes on. Boom. That's a nine. Yeah, I agree. Receiving a bonus at work. That's a... 10. I was going to say 9 or 10. That's a 10. Yeah, that's up there. Constantly getting green lights. Oh, um, I love that. that that's, that's like, like a like gift. That's like an 8. Yeah, that's a solid 8. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Receiving unexpected affection from your partner. Um, <laughs> I'm processing. <laughs> 2. <laughs> maybe like, Julie wants to be left alone. Maybe like a 4. What? <laughs> I don't know. For real? Four? But like, I don't. That's because you constantly get it. That's what I was going to oh, say. Like, I don't. There you go. I can't process when it's unexpected. Cannot compute. Cannot yeah, compute. I don't know. Four, okay. five, All right. whatever. Um, hearing from a loved one randomly that mm-hmm. they're proud of you. Mm, that's good. Ten. Getting upgraded, such as on a flight or at a hotel. That's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking it's Thursday when it's actually Friday. Ooh. Um, that's kind of good, right? Thinking it's Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, say yeah. That's up there. That's like when you eight, have like a weird week. Nine. We had a yeah. couple days off or something. Mm-hmm. You're not sure no what days. day it is. And you're yeah. like, hey, it's Friday. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll go with an eight and a half. Of course, for us, we always know what day it is. <laughs> Unless yeah. we're on vacation. Usually. Yeah. Uh, receiving a postcard or a letter mm. in the mail that's handwritten. Oh, that's a nine. Nice. Yep. Hitting the exact number when getting gas. Mm, five. Yeah, that's kind of low on the list. Arriving home for work to find that a loved one has already cooked dinner or dessert. Oh, oh. oh gosh, that'd be a 10. <laughs> and they did the dishes. Oh, 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing a car's funny license plate and being able to read it. Uh, five. Yeah. Being asked for ID. That brings me a little joy. Seven. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, saying the same thing as your friend at the same time. Oh, that's a 10. And then have it happen again. Yeah, that's a 10. Okay. Hearing from your teenager uh-huh. that he or she wants to spend time with oh, you. Oh, that's a 10. Yeah. Maybe a 12. Receiving a gift of baked goods from a neighbor. Oh, that's good. That's an eight. I'm thinking that's a nine because mm. we got some pretty good... Baking neighbors. We, we do, yes. Um, bumping into an old school teacher who remembers you. I don't live in the community that I grew up in, so that has never happened to me, but if I did, I'd give it a nine. All right, so the last one that I'm going to read from uh-huh. this list, witnessing a marriage proposal in public. I've experienced that one time in Disney, and I'm going to give it a nine. That is cool. And I also remember that when you saw that, you actually I took pictures, to take pictures and yeah. sent them photos. I did. That was so kind of you. Well, how often do you have someone who has a nice camera who's a photographer when you're about to propose? So yeah. All right. That was yeah. a fun list. Yay. Yeah. It wasn't my list. I'm not going to take credit for it. It wasn't my list. But I found it in the interwebs and uh, it made me smile. And most of those things, I pretty much agree with almost everything you said. It's a couple things. You know, yeah. I'm that, sure you would swing differently on a couple of them. That green light yeah. thing is that would be a ten. So yeah, when that happens, like between our house and the studio, there's a pattern that I experience 
you either get all yes. greens or all reds. That's right. It's weird. It is very little in between. That it's either hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You get them all. Just the and timing. once you hit that first red one on that first one, yep. you're going to get you all know. the reds. Yep. Isn't that something? Yeah. You noticed We've that We've never talked too? about that. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Lawson knows. That's crazy. We've that hit me about, about a year ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I know bum. which one it is. Yeah, Ooh. man. All right. Cool. What's your second question for me, Julie? My second question tonight is very simple. Yes. Do you do anything that some may consider superstitious? Okay. So there's things that I, that I do, that, you do. Mm-hmm. that other people will be like, oh, he's doing that because it's like good luck for him or oh, it's superstitious or like, you know, I'm thinking I don't mm-hmm. have like a lucky shirt. I have a lot of shirts that are comfortable. You have your travel shirt. Yeah, but that's not that's a lucky not shirt. Superstitious. That's not okay. like I have to wear the shirt or the plane's going to go down. Okay. Okay. So it's not that. I don't have like lucky shoes. I don't have like a lucky rabbit's foot. I don't have to touch the steering wheel three times before I go underneath a, a an overpass. Um, I'm just trying to think. Is there something that I do? I, I don't think so. Like, have you noticed I do something? I think you're very systematic. And I wonder if some of those go beyond efficiency. And if there is anything that you're like, well, that just kind of brings me just like good vibes or like I feel like that brings a little bit of good fortune to me hmm. I mean I pray for before I speak but I don't think that's superstitious yeah. I think that's a necessity right yeah. um I mean I I always have to smell good I don't know does that count I got I gotta put I gotta <laughs> I, have good cologne on I, I guess know. we're all coming to the summary that you are yeah. not superstitious one bit I don't think so I, I have a I couple think. okay okay right. um this is more Something that if I have the opportunity to sit in a seat and it's my lucky number, like on an airplane, if we're, if we're walking down the aisle and it's, you know, Southwest and it's first come first serve and I have a choice between row 17, row 19, row 23, I'm sitting in row 19, even if 17 is closer, because there's something about that number that has followed me through my whole life since third grade. And I just feel a kinship to it and good things happen. I had a coworker when I was 19, I was working in Washington, D.C. And I remember saying to her, well, today's the 19th, so it's going to be a good day. And she was like, what? I was like, yeah, good things always happen to me on 19. Because there's just, we, you know, we've had our first date on 19. I think we've talked about my lucky number before. But to me, I do use that number as opportunity for like, I guess just... If I see the opportunity in front of me, it just feels like a good fortune, I guess you could say. I wouldn't consider myself a superstitious person by nature. I also can claim that there are certain things I do. Here's another thing you've seen me do, and I've taught the kids to do this. Yes. When we're, yep, you're doing the motion. When we cross the state line, I touch the roof of the Jeep. This is something, okay, if any of my old childhood, I'm talking elementary school friends out there, listen to the podcast who I don't know. If you've never reached out to me and think, oh, this is the week, please do. Because there is a childhood friend that we had whose mom, if, you know, if you're in my circle, you know who I'm talking about because she had the best birthday parties and they were in February. And this mom taught us that ages ago. And somehow it stuck with me my whole life. You passing through a state line, you touch the roof of your vehicle. I don't know why. It stuck with me. I remember traveling with them a little bit. 
And I taught it to our kids and they do it too. So living in the tri-state region with Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, we do it quite often sometimes. But that's something that I've never gotten away from. So I, I guess, like I said, some might consider that superstitious, but I always do it. Nice. It's, yeah. I can give you two more. Okay, go ahead. Uh, one, Julie has to be in bed by midnight on Christmas, Christmas night. Eve, yeah. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Has to happen. Yeah, Santa, okay. do- Santa doesn't come unless you do. That's true. That's true. I never thought of it that way. So I, I think you're right on that. But mm-hmm. still, superstitious. Yep. Uh, also, every year, Julie is going to have one thing in her stocking, and mm-hmm. that is an orange. She, yeah. it's, We know that's going to happen. Santa does every it every year. year. Every year, yep, the, sto- have the orange, the, the orange in the stocking is 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 a thing. Um, I think another superstitious thing is that you've got to hold my hand when we take off on a plane. Yeah, and also yeah. when we land, uh-huh. that that has to happen. Yeah. Um. So some would say because Julie gets motion sickness when mm-hmm. she does, but I think it's a superstition thing. No, it brings me comfort. It brings me comfort, like just that little bit. And I don't want anyone else to hold my hand, either. Like you or our kids. I don't want to nice. maybe a best friend, but yeah. That's about it. But so if you're a stranger and you sit by us on the plane and you see Julie's nervous mm-hmm. and you think, wow, I should probably hold her hand to make her feel better. She she doesn't want you to. No, hold her I hand. don't. Because it's not going to bring me comfort. It's going to make me feel uncomfortable. That's right. That's right. So we've learned the last couple of weeks. You don't ask about our vacations. <laughs> you don't ask it. personal things. And you definitely don't Stop. hold my wife's hand. Let me tell you that right well, now. I know we've been separated by like like a row apart from each other. And I have memories of reaching diagonal to get your hand. Yes, or on the seat behind. A seat behind, yeah, over my head. Yeah, we got separated. It has been a long time ago mm-hmm. we got separated. You were in one row, I was in the other. And uh, yeah, we had to do like, yeah. you had to hold hands like between the seat yeah, cracks or whatever. Hey, that's true. Yeah. There's probably more that I have, but I don't really consider it superstitious. But yeah. Some might consider it. That's just love. Mm. That's love. Okay. Well, I have my second question. It talks a little bit about, about growth. Okay. Um, and, and simply, here's the question. What was a habit that you had when you were younger um, that you gave up? but it was really hard to give up. Okay, now, I want to throw this out here. Neither Julie nor I have ever smoked a cigarette. Correct, correct. We have never, either. neither Julie nor I have ever done an illegal drug. Correct. Right? I feel like I'm on a government identification program right right now. So those would be easy. So, you know, like, I'm not saying easy to, like, quit smoking or something or to to stop drugs because that certainly wouldn't be an easy task for sure. But they, that would be like a general answer where we're about to, you know, blow your mind with something that a lot of people struggle with, you know, addiction of, of something. So is there some sort of habit that you had um, that you've had to curb, and but it was really, really hard? So the only thing I can really think of that um, I'd want to share that I can, you know, that makes sense would be. As a young driver, I'd say like 16 to 22, maybe, um, I was very much in the zip around and get there. Um, you know, there's a dotted line and I can pass. I'm passing. Um, I remember a neighbor of my parents who was and is very dear to us. Um, she, I didn't find out, you know, that year. But she saw me pass and it was, I cut it close and she called my mom and and said, hey, 
you tell that lead foot to, to let up because she's going to get in trouble one day and it's not going to be good. Um, so, yeah, I would say. So you, you had a nickname, though, when you were younger, right? My driver's ed teacher called me Fireball. <laughs> but I, I feel like he called multiple people no, Fireball. No, no, no. That wasn't by happenstance. That was the real deal, man. I followed you home. I think one of the very first times I followed you, because uh, we were driving to Julie's house, we got to take the Beltway, and Julie was, she was like yeah, Mario and Dreddy. She was going in, zigging, za- zigging and zagging. I was like, "There's, I can't follow her. I don't even know. I got scared, because this was before GPS and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. You know, I, if I get separated from her, I felt like I was, I had to turn into a different person just to follow you. Yeah, I was, I was an M very strategic driving the beltway during the stretch that we drive. I know when to be in what lane at what time, when to move your next lane. And when I'm the passenger side, I can't handle when people don't move lanes when I would have, I have gotten better at that. You have gotten a lot better than that. Remembering that somebody from the country is following you. Okay. Yeah. From the suburbs of the thriving city of Western Maryland that right. we live in. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, to get to the side where I grew up, which isn't too much of a busting metropolis, but you do drive through the like city. almost going through D.C. or, or Baltimore. Yeah, it's crazy right people the down outside. there with driving. I mean, those people are serious. Dri- Listen, not crazy people like crazy. I'm talking about crazy drivers. Like, they're aggressive. Like, you're not just going to, you know, put on Mel Torme and take a little stroll. I mean, you're putting on Limp Biscuit and you're getting it done. <laughs> probably was during that time frame honestly yeah, um that in lincoln park yeah um that's that's probably the main thing i can think of i definitely have slowed my role on uh julie's on the slogan weaving. is arrive alive gotta arrive alive which is arrive also alive. the name of a driving school back in my home county you gotta arrive alive i like that yep was that where you got that the is nickname? not i did <laughs> No, I did it through the school. That was like a local, um, non-school related one. But yeah, it's probably no wonder wonder they gave you. It's probably still there. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, for me, it's um, it's actually something I'm still kind of working on just Mm -hmm. a little bit, and that is the 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 precipice to say no. Okay, and we've talked about this a little before. Yeah. I think before I would do pretty much anything, um. That was ask of me. That was legally and morally ethical. Okay, so like I judged a, a, a beauty pageant one time. I took an overnight trip to Atlantic City. I mean, drove down, um, you know, spent the day there, and then and then drove back. There's pretty much nothing that I wouldn't. I I, I spoke to a group of uh, retired teachers. There was three people that showed up, and um, the one lady just wanted to do all the talking when I was supposed to be the guest. Anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a different story for a different day, but you know, it's, it's always like, yeah, like let's squeeze it in. Let's, let's go. And I think lately, specifically the last probably two years, I think I've done a better job of putting up my, my no boundary. And uh, yeah. So even though it's, it's a habit that I'm still continuing to work through, um, you know, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm getting better at that. Jules. Yeah. More is not more. Yeah. Well, you know, it's this. It's the saying: um, say no to the good things, so you can say yes to the better things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this before, but allowing yourself time to recharge without saying yes to every opportunity—and I say that in air quotes. Um, yeah, I've gotten better at that. 
So I would agree. I've seen growth yeah. in that area. Okay. Yeah. We're all growing. We're all growing. So we are ta- we're down to the couch crumbs, Jules. What's your couch crumb this week? My couch crumb is very simple. And I think anyone who is in the first part of the year that is a parent feels probably like we do. There's so much to do right now and there's just not enough time. That's, and then we keep getting hit in uh, in the Northeast region with these snowstorms. We had two back to back in a period of three days and that just throws a wrench in everything. So, yeah. I mean, there, that could be a prop if you love snow. Um, I thought the snow was kind of beautiful. It was pretty. Until and then, and the, mm-hmm. until they called school off like four days in a row, and so, then yeah, things yeah. happen. Yeah, delays and you're yeah. planning. You're planning to get things done. I'm trying to, but then. But then you have you know yeah. little humans in the yeah, house too. Yeah, so it's so. it's tricky, but I'd say that's been my couch crumb. Just a lot going on, and just not enough time. And part of the not enough time is because school delays and closures, and then kids are present and they're doing virtual school, and yeah. Yeah. So my couch crumb is actually for someone else is a good friend of ours went snowboarding and fell, caught, caught some ice, fell and broke bones in both arms. No, I didn't know how to give her a hug the other night. I was like, oh my gosh. It was a little rough. So I feel bad for her. And uh, she's young too. I mean, yeah, yeah, 20 something. I mean, she's, you know. Fit and athletic. And she's, she's not. You know, grandma hip, you know, kind of, kind of thing. You know, she doesn't need that medicine nope, that we saw nope, full circle. earlier. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I kind of felt bad. So anyway, yeah. um, prop What's your, your prop? feet up. Mine's easy. I had a lady stop by the studio a couple um, days uh, after Christmas, and she brought me in homemade Oreo balls. That's right. If you don't know what an Oreo ball is, it's Oreo mashed up mixed with cream cheese, dipped in chocolate, white or regular chocolate or Ghirardelli or whatever, drizzled in white chocolate and and then like sprinkles on top of Oreo cookies. Homemade, amazing. They're my one of my absolute favorite desserts and I had no idea I was getting them. So she made them for me, a big bag of them, and I am just telling you now that I had like 19 Oreo balls. And there's the still a week. couple in the fridge. Oh, you, f- you saw this? <laughs> yeah, I saw them in the top corner. I was hiding them. You know, I was like, nope, my kids aren't getting these. They're in the condiment side. I saw them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nobody looks there. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you want relish, <laughs> which no one does, but. Nobody's eating relish at our house. Yep. Anyway, I'm just saying that it was a, it was like a surprise. It was like one of those things that should have made our list earlier. Like go. when somebody brings you Oreo balls and you didn't ask that my friends, is a good day. Jules, what's your prop? My prop your feet up. Uh, I have two this week. One was I got to witness your staff dinner Mm. that you do at the, it's kind of like a year in review type of thing. We tend to celebrate after the holidays close and start off the year with a big bang. So just a few days ago, we celebrated everything from last year and all the changes and all the evolutions of Kickmaster's and just seeing all the young leaders in the room and seasoned leaders, it's it's a cool night. So being there for that is um, it's just special every year. It is a lot of work. I watch you pour in a lot of work. I assist in a couple things that take a lot of time. And uh, I know it's a passion of yours to give back to your staff and to acknowledge them 
above and beyond, you know, mm. beyond what any one staff member would think that they would be recognized to watch you year after year after year give back to your staff in that way is a beautiful thing for me to witness and for our kids to witness. And you do it in the most pure intentions and the most pure heart. And I know that. And I know that you dip really deep into your giving and you don't have to. And, uh, that's that's a prop your feet up moment. That's a beautiful night, and that made my list for the week. So that's one. And the other one is I got to go to my very first violin orchestra uh, rehearsal. Con- or I got to go to my very first orchestra uh, recital just the other day during the school day and watching our delightful daughter play the violin for the first time. I've never really seen her play an extensive amount of time. I know she practices sometimes, but she does so in uh, private. She does not like us to be around. So it was really cool to see her up there in her designer flair outfit that she had picked out that really stood out of the crowd. And uh, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, she was not wearing khaki pants and a white button-up shirt. This girl... This girl had the earrings and the sequins, and she was shining bright. So combat boots and all, she uh, <laughs> she was rocking it. I love watching our kids be who they are. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know what's funny is she doesn't let us see her practice, not because she's embarrassed, because she wants us to be surprised. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she doesn't want us like looking over her shoulder or correcting her, because let's face it, neither Julie nor I, mm-hmm. we neither one of us play the uh, the violin but she wants us to be surprised yeah. so we were very surprised when yeah. she just gets up there and she's just you know rocking it up there with the violin um it, it was it was cute it was a cute concert yeah yeah it was cool they so well well that's it that's what we got so guys hopefully you laughed maybe you cried i cr- i teared up a little bit when julie was talking about me and the staff i'll be honest and you know what that's okay it's okay to cry We've talked about this before. It's okay. It's okay to be emotional. Um, I think emotion allows us to get in touch with our our current reality of where we are. Being mm-hmm. present um, allows us to be emotional and vice versa. So be present. And listen, wherever you are, hopefully you have a victory couch just like ours. Hopefully you have a partner or a parent or a brother or sister or a neighbor, or a best friend that you can connect with and sit on that couch, review the questions that we ask each other, the hard questions. Hopefully you laugh, you smile, you make some memories, and for goodness sake, hopefully, hopefully, you've inspired another human on this planet. So be kind, be a light, get out there, and uh, be your best version of you. Until next time. Bye, everyone. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.